The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, allergies. Uh. Hi there, everybody. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. Uh, we're ready to go. And the wind whipping yesterday, I said it when I got to uh, up to react defense and the, doing the fights. And uh, <laughs> hanging out, I told Jay when I got there yesterday, I'm like, get ready for everyone in uh, your classes, like half the crew not showing up. Because what I just witnessed driving up here is going to stop a city. I drove by uh, P.S. to Squaw Peak, and as the wind blew, I just watched whoosh, just cotton and flowery pollen and goo and just floating in the air. And I'm like, oh, this will do it. We're done. We're done for a couple of weeks. Immediately talked myself into it and then just spent the entire night <coughs> snoring. I don't snore. I was waking myself up. But what, who, what the hell was that? What the on and off? No, it was awful. I don't know how snore people can stay uh, rested. It wakes me up every time I honk. I, get, I maybe get three in and I'm wide awake. Like, what was that? I didn't leave the house yesterday once yeah. we got off the air. I'm like, You've got to stay home. Yeah. You've got a problem. Yeah, you got to start taking shots. And uh, uh, Brett's going to be driving backwards the wrong way on the freeway with all the allergy medicine going in him. He's so. that pollen cloud oh. towards us. He's just, just dive, dive like, it's in a, like it's a nuclear winter. But yeah, everybody's going to be feeling it. I got it like immediately last night. Throat started feeling like it was closed, and I'm like, "Come on!" I got enough pseudoephedrine in me to start the sequel to Breaking Bad. It's bad. <laughs> let's do it. Let's barrel. cut him open. Let's let's see if he's got the blue inside. Stirring a barrel uh, at his house. Uh, it's my theory, though, that the wrong way drivers and the uh, allergy medicine, there's some sort of a they coexist. Correlation. They, there's some sort of a connection there because I think you're pretty accurate on that. We don't see a lot of them until right about now, so I would keep my eyes open for people going the wrong way on the freeway with kind of dopey cartoon spinning eyes. That's a thing. 
I avoid the allergy medicine because of the things it does to me. If you're one of those people that can take it, I think you're one, Brett, where you can take it and it doesn't yeah. do anything. Man, I, I've, you know, smoked weed. I've done, you know, different types of things that are supposed to make you hallucinate and things like that. Nothing, and I mean nothing, makes me as high as Benadryl. And I mean in a great way. I get blasted on that stuff. One little capful. I just get zapped. Oh, I, I want to go to bed. I live on it. Don't. And, and like to no end. If I were to take Benadryl and somebody said, oh, that's weed, I'd be like, now I get why people smoke weed. I don't understand. Like, weed doesn't. Now you know why Jamarcus Russell loved that. Uh, Jamarcus Russell makes more sense. The purple drink makes yeah. more sense to me than anything in the world. A little Robitussin. Some Kool-Aid. Scissorup. Scissorup. <laughs> you get me some Scissorup, man. That sounds like a, like a night. Like, I have the best feeling in the world on Benadryl. My whole body tingles. Every t- I yawn a lot. And every time I yawn, I stretch. And every time I stretch, I feel like I'm going <laughs> to my pants. So it's just it's crazy. <laughs> so I start to try to yawn to get that stretch so I can feel like I <laughs> in my pants. And it's, just, it's great. So I'm going to be driving the wrong way, too. But I didn't take any this morning. We'll get it together. Uh, but, be, yeah, everybody, we're going to go through this uh, nightmare. But, yes, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. The wind whipped up right as I'm going across the 51, and, I like, the whole mountain just went <laughs> and threw up on us. It was great. I was watching the patio, the back patio, saying, okay, what's what's going in the pool? Oh, it's I mean, it was going in, and then Kirby had tennis practice. <laughs> How eight, did that go? It's eighth grade tennis practice. No, they just, just get them out the there. The boys basically canceled early. And uh, her coach said, no, he kept doing it. And the coach just ended up throwing balls at him. And they were volleying. Just play racquetball at that point. <laughs> right, just <laughs> like, go wherever. Just, yeah, we can just put them indoors and have them hit against a wall. That's just because too many parents don't want their kids to come good home coach, on time. Good coach, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's strong. You, make, you, go, you can't play tennis in a hurricane. Yeah, you can't play. You think it's hard uh, to play tennis when there's no weather. Now we're going to put you in this situation. You walk into a perfect day, you're going to be the best one out there. So my dad used to play baseball with me and throw it to me like I was his age when I was like eight. He goes, hey, if you can catch me, you can catch anybody your age. And I'm like, yeah. He's, and, he, and I started to catch him. Nothing scared me. And it was great. I couldn't hit because I was not learning a thing watching my dad chuck 80-mile-an-hour fastballs by me when I'm eight years old. And I'm like, well, this is just a, this is a waste of everybody's time. If you can hit me, you can hit anybody in the league. Well, I can't hit you, so I, I just I can't hit. But yeah, I agree. Would have taken one Savannah banana game for Dan. His training. Would Dan would have loved that. Dan, Dan would have changed a little bit. I might fly Dan in for the Savannah bananas next time. It was, you want to go? I have a catch, boy. <laughs> the old man and I on the backyard and popping gloves. If you can catch a seventy-five-year-old man like that, that's enough. I'm not going pro. We're, we're not. You're not training me anymore. Uh, speaking of sports, the uh, the clunker of a game last night for the NCAA championship was just. Uh, uh, it's kind of a, but it's a live event, so people watched it. It was great. I saw that the girls' game on Sunday got 10 million viewers, a little skewed because uh, it's got the word championship written by it, so it's going to double up. And then I had heard there was nothing else on. Zero yeah, event. the timing Zero of it was event. good. And it actually, I mean, don't. Yeah, I am. Caitlin Clark is a Steph Curry type, uh, shooting the ball, throwing it up all over the place. It's fun to watch. Somebody just huck it, and she's knocking down shots. Uh, I can't watch. And she did it the whole tournament. Okay, but I can't. There's another reason girls' sports suck. They can't have a decent game. They just can't have a decent game that even I, who think girls' sports suck, you take the two best teams, you might have a decent showing. 
they can't have a decent game without uh, turning it into Real Housewives. The whole damn game between Iowa and LSU, which was, you know, a, a pinnacle moment for girls basketball, for college women's basketball, highest ratings they've ever had, interesting players. You had two definitely interesting players, even for somebody like me, who hates girls sports, uh, watching it. And you're like, all right, good for you. Tip of the cap. You got one there. And I'm, I'm going to be the first to admit when it jumps over its, its line of like, okay, now that's watchable because currently it isn't. You have to have the two best teams in the nation playing each other for that to be an interesting thing. I say the same thing about men's college basketball. Until it gets down to the final eight teams, yeah. there's no real contender there. There's some Cinderella's occasionally. But during the season, nobody watches college basketball unless you're gambling. It's the only reason to watch. I, I mean, the only reason I'd say it, it was the it's about the only watchable game that I enjoyed watching. It was good. Other than that, I, it, I right. had no desire to go... It was better than the Great. WNBA. Oh, by far. Um, and it had a, uh, you know what, it had a Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Sure. These two were uh, yeah, definitely but, amazing. And they they bitched at each other, which yep. was good. Like during which the game, they drama. were barking at each other. They don't like each other. You could sense there's some stuff that... Uh, the One showboaty, Caitlin, the other is all business. Yeah, all business, but all business in a uh, showboaty way. Yes. She's shooting 30-footers. So she does the John Cena can't see me, the white one, right, right. during the game. She's throwing, you can't you can't touch me. She did it um, the game be, game or two before. She's done it. Yeah, she's, she's done it She's before. done it. Yeah. And that's kind of a thing that she got known for, like, doing that to somebody who's gardener. Like, you yeah. can't touch me. It's a, it's a slick move. It's on the court, you have no friends. Like, on the court, the opposition is not your pal. I've watched best friends play against each other and fight. After the game, they hug. When the, when the tip-off to the end of the game, not your friend. Somebody who's at... It's the same thing we always talk about with radio. In morning people, I can be best friends with them. You, you step into a morning show, you're not my friend for that time. I'm, every week in the ratings, I want you to fail. I don't want you to have a job anymore. You're coming after my money. I look at that when you're in a competitive business or sport. So uh, the other girl, the uh, Angel Reese for LSU, who is very flashy with her game and very good, uh, at the end of the game, throws a you-can't-see-me back at her and then points to her finger like, I've got the ring, bitch. You can talk all you want. So she's the white one's still yabbing away, and she's going to lose. Like, they're talking. That, that's something. And they can't even have a game without it being real housewives. Just allow two players to not like each other and move on. But no, all day yesterday on ESPN, all that's day on the internet, the sportsmanship was a problem. It's race related. Can't women get along? And I'm like, who cares? That was the only interesting thing that's ever happened in girls basketball. And that, you're wrecking that it. That drama attracts oh, people to watch. They want to see him battle. Yes. Rodman, annoying Alonzo Mourning. Made me watch the Spurs or Lakers play the Miami Heat in the regular season when it didn't matter at all because you knew Rodman would stand sideways on the free throws, talk to Alonzo, and Alonzo would snap. Like 60% of the time, Alonzo would lose it, try to choke him out. Is it sportsmanship or gamesmanship? Now, if when it's not sportsmanship is when after the game, you know, you're still going. I was like, all right, you got your title. But that Reese girl, the, the clock was still ticking, and she turned and just pointed to her finger like, because the other, Caitlin Clark. It was Clark, over. Caitlin Clark had said something. Kevin Durant just did it the other day in a game with Oklahoma City, and they were barking, and Kevin Durant just shook his head and just pointed at the scoreboard. Shut up. 
Yeah. I like that. That's what sports is supposed to be. That's what's always been interesting. So women's sports can't even have that. Players enjoy it to a certain degree. Of course they do. It's fun. It's competitive. But they can't have that without it being all, you know, social movement, this, women can't catch a break here, race, 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 race. And I'm like, all right, you almost had me. You almost had me going on the air going, nice job. Finally, the girls' basketball game was worth watching. But nope, you can't because they can't even have basic basketball fun without it turning into a real housewives of, uh, you know, the hardwood. I don't see what the big deal is. Everybody's making such a big deal about it. And it's, it's, it's typical girls. broads just bitching at each other. That's, it's, it's it was, an everyday that ends in Y. Dinner what, party. Yes. It was the best showboating of the game. That, that's what made it interesting. Good. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, the, all the aftermath of everybody saying, you know, it's race related. It's women. Thing. Yeah, that's, that's just typical on. women. It's typical women. Yeah. There's 10 of them on the floor. Right. Two are going to fight. Yeah. That's a, that's a statistical fact. I'm surprised it was only two. Exactly. I'm sure the other ones are whispering at each other. Oh, yeah. She's being a bitch. You hear what she said about you in the low post. No, what? They just iced a couple of commercial deals. Yeah. Well, good for them. But, well, nobody's going to pay top dollar for that. (laughs) You go to the, you make, the the one meme I saw, it was great. It's like, sure, uh, Angel Reese is pointing to her finger to say, uh, I got my championship ring. But what she's forgetting is Caitlin Clark's about to graduate and make $15.80 an hour in the WNBA. <laughs> Angela Reese comes out with a crown too. She wears yeah. a crown. Look, it's great. It's if, if I'm a boxing fan, nothing is more showboaty and in your face than the the walk in music for boxers, UFC stuff like that. When they're in the ring, the things that are said, they're pounded on each other. We don't even think about that part. The things they're saying to each other are horrendous. Some talk, some don't. There's a lot of mouthy people. We watch the hype. It's great when a mouthy person gets put in their place. Absolutely. And when so, Conor McGregor got knocked around by... Conor yeah. McGregor was so mouthy, people liked Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> that is amazing. an amazing amount of mouth. But it was... He's classless and he's garbage. He takes it to another level and it made you buy the fight. Mike Tyson, even at his least capable moments of being a fighter... Barked and barked and barked. Remember when he said he was going to eat Lennox Lewis's children? And then he just got knocked around the ring. And you know what the thing we were most upset about after that fight was? I just want to... Lennox is a friend. He knows the game. And I'm like, oh, that was all fake? It was disappointing. We want You want competitors to kind of have an edge and not like each other. Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. Didn't like anybody ever on the floor. Ever. Still doesn't like Isaiah Thomas. Still has problems with certain players. He and Charles Barkley don't talk anymore. They were best friends. They don't talk anymore because Michael has that weird edge. Yes, it can go over the line, but chick basketball, you finally had something interesting, and now it's a race debate all over ESPN. Well, if Caitlin Clark did that, uh, they, they would have. She didn't. We don't know what would have happened if Caitlin Clark pointed to her finger and got the ring and rubbed it into the black. It doesn't matter. There's black and white people on a basketball floor. Who cares? It's it's called uniting. We shouldn't care. You just got dominated in a game. That should no. Now the classy you should say that's enough. Yeah. But if somebody's been trying to get under your skin the whole game with little Larry Bird used to be. And you the, don't know that uh, Bird. Yeah. It, he used to be the most notorious s talker in all of the NBA. And people loved beating him and telling him about it because all he did was talk. And it was quiet. You didn't see it on camera. You didn't see all the garbage. But Larry was a chatterbox. Danny Ainge was a chatterbox. That whole team. And they never once said it's because of race. Larry Bird is racist. There's a better chance Larry Bird was racist than any of those girls were. 
Larry Bird won the uh, three-point shooting contest like three years in a row. I think it was 86 to 88. And Skip Bayless told the story where Bird would come into the uh, locker room where the other competitors are. And he says, which one of you three black guys is going to get second place? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and then he'd get mad racist. at teams. Yeah. Like, what are you putting a white guy on for? Well, yeah. You know, guard me. Yeah, why? Yeah, he wanted to. You know, he's he not going to touch that. me. That's there great. Numerous players that talked about that. He he was relentless on this. You guys are going to lose. How dare you put a white guy governing me? Yeah. And uh, this uh, Devin says uh, that Angel Reese. Uh, the only reason she did what she did was because Clark was showboating in the game before, and Angel had to stick up for her sister. Angel Reese is the one who started the debate. So what? Yeah. It isn't a race debate. So she can stick up for her sister. Like you said, Larry Bird used to point out which black guy should be guarding him. It's not. It's sports. That's the whole fun of sports is that race kind of goes away for a minute. And it's just, are you better than me? Not is. Remember when you used to be able to just hate someone on a court and your skin didn't represent every other white person or black person on the planet? It was just you versus that guy. When I get mad at Brett and Brett gets mad at me, he doesn't represent all Italians and I don't represent all Swedes. We just are Brett and John going back and forth. It doesn't mean, wow, he really hates Italians. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. I can make, I'm trying to offend yeah. only you. It used to be a better world where we could just be mad at one person and not have it carry so much weight with race relations, for God's sakes. And you'll get somebody who goes, well, they have a responsibility. No, they don't. Nobody, Charles Barkley always said it best. I'm not a role model. I'm out there on my own. I don't represent all people. I represent Charles Barkley. You don't like it? I don't care. It's ridiculous. But I was trying to just watch sports stuff yesterday. Was the race involved? Why is race such a problem? It's like girls basketball. Just be happy you had a good game and you're getting some attention. It was fun. It's competitive fun. They had a a topic for every show. Yeah. It's not like, well, ESPN will turn anything into race if they can. Antonio Brown was where you're like, okay, this guy's lost his mind. He's no fun. There's a certain point where it's no fun. You're like you're talking to people who aren't talking back and you're just mouthing off at the air and say you're just trying to hear yourself talk that's different i've always said it espn is the tmz of sports worse that's all it is tmz is credible i'll give them that espn is just let's make something i remember we talked to uh uh uh, the former denver lineman i can't remember mark uh slareth and he told and mark malone told me the same thing once when he used to work here when he said when i was in espn meetings they would say all right how do we make this about race and and everybody be on the same page that it wasn't about race. We're like, we got to have an angle here. We got to have something that's interesting, an argument. And then somebody be like, I'll take it. Who's going to run with yeah, it? I'll, I'll I'll take the opposite. If everybody agreed, one guy would have to raise his hand and fake disagree. It's all for show. But yeah, you finally had something fun. It was competitive in the game. The one girl whipped the other girl who was getting all the attention. And then Jill Biden 
goes off and says, you know, it'd be great instead of just LSU coming to the White House, we should get both teams. Because Iowa played so hard. So that doesn't help the whole cute white girl showing up at the trophies. Right. Well, that and, you know, I still like that little white girl from Iowa. I'd like to meet her. Getting in a fight in the Oval Office. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do a series. On, so do a, a best of seven. Yeah. yeah. Those two teams are just going to play each other. Yeah. It's. She wants them to show up. You lost. Iowa can't go to the White House. They lost. I don't. They played such a good game, though. That's how women's sports is going to. But they're so good at it. Yeah, but they came in second. They could have lost by one and played a better game. They still lost. You don't go to the White House when you lose. No second place winners. We got to stop that. Iowa's not going to the White House. Joe Biden. They're not going to go. Joe Biden needs to shut up or come out and go. That was dumb. She needs to come out and say, that was stupid. I don't know why I even said that. Iowa can't, you got to win it to go to the White House. And you're not going. And you're not, just not going. I think it would be great if, if the, all the top four teams showed up. A lot of ladies, a lot of ladies, there's ladies everywhere. It's, it was great to see Kamala shooting out there. She beat him, LSU's Kamala Harris. Come on up here. What's your name? I'm Angel, Angle, Angla. Anglo, Anglo-Saxon, that's the Iowa team. <laughs> come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I just, uh, it, it's, it was a fun thing, and that's it. And I'm going to a Suns game tonight where they're playing the Spurs. I've watched Devin Booker go face-to-face with, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, it wasn't Joker, it was, uh, I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was Don, Don, uh, Luca. I get mad at Luca and Devin went face to face with him because they jawed the whole game at the end. They went face to face. The game was over. After game was over. They weren't smiling. They were doing no, that. You want to go? Let's go right. face. And it was awesome. But then turned around and like, oh, I didn't mean. It builds a chapter to the story of if they meet again. Ooh, bad blood. Remember when bad blood was fun and now it's racist. <laughs> this girl doesn't like that girl. And we should all get along. Everybody should have sportsmanship. No. Everybody should have sportsmanship. Not everybody does. And those people sometimes are a blast. Now, this guy's going to get under your skin. We're talking about Bill Lambeer. Who's oh, ever playing him? Like, the do whole not team. fall for that. Dude, Alvarado for New Orleans. If there wasn't a person watching the Suns playoffs last year when they played New Orleans and that little, you know, little sweet from Dr. Pepper commercials running all over the place, lip and mouth and Patrick Beverly. I mean, how you remember the moments where you get to rub it in those faces. Let them talk and then beat them. That's the best part. It's what we've done to KSLX for years. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Where are you now? It's fun. Anyway. Yeah, I, 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 and last night I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, and it is a double standard. Like, women get barking at each other, and it becomes this, ooh, ooh, cat fight. Last night, there was a lot of chatter on that court. A lot. And nobody even says a thing about it. That's part of basketball. One of the reasons it's I stopped... It's just not ladylike. <laughs> I stopped playing basketball at a couple of gyms a long time ago because I just got fed up with how much the guys wanted to talk like it was an NBA game. Like, they're barking. I'm like, guys, we're pickup game. I understand a little jawing. But you're tr- and, and they would want to fight, and I'm like, come on. I, I was at the village of all places. I'd go there every once in a while and wander into a, a five-on-five. Si- and, and, and I would remind them, like, guys, we're not in good enough shape to run full court. We're going sideline to sideline here, and you guys want to treat this like the NBA Finals? Calm the F down. 
But there's nothing better than put one in the face of, the, of, of white chocolate who won't shut his mouth. White guy trying to get a charge call. Oh. Knock it off. One of the worst things I've ever been a part of in a pickup game was I, I was guarding a guy, and he was fast. So we're banging into it. i got to use a little body on him. He was skinny and fast, and I had a little bit of extra on me, so I'm sitting there. I'm trying to just bounce him a little bit before he'd roll. So I'm giving him a little shove every – just a little body shove. Nothing egregious. He's calling away from the ball fouls in a pickup game. <laughs> to reach around, yeah, bro. If, if he had the ball, maybe it would be a reach around. Maybe it would be a reach. <laughs> he didn't have the ball. The, the point guard's got the ball. He's not even looking at him. And he tried to make a move, and I bump. Because it's uh, away from the ball if you can't push me like that. I'm like, I gave you a nudge. We're in pickup game here. You're going to get bumped. Away from the ball fouls. Don't get No, they get called. They get called. And then he went and stood at the free throw line. I'm like, we're shooting free throws now? This is happening? He goes, I'm not moving until I get the ball right now. That's a foul. That's our ball. I'm like, you had the ball. The, I was playing defense, you idiot. <laughs> That was when I just remember just going, we're done here. I'm done. And two other guys left with me. This dude was intolerable. But yeah, I mean, come on. Talking on a basketball court or in any... In the olden, uh, uh, olden days, back when it was fun, sports, used to be able to yabber and talk. Part of the fun of uh, baseball movies is when the catcher's making fun of... Even in the Bad News Bears, catcher kind of mouths off to the hitter and... The sandlot. Yeah, I mean, just everybody. You name it, yeah. yeah. That was the point of the sports. But nope, you get chicks involved, and it's like, well, we've got to be more. This is just not sportsmanship. So what? Should she have done the ring thing at the end? No. When yeah. she was did, was it over the top? Was yes. she wrong? No. That's the thing that did bothers me. Did she back her. it up? Did she? Did she? She had well, a hell of a she game. She did it at the end of the game, which is like yeah. she's already got her ring, so there's really no reason to rub someone's face in it, unless that girl's been saying horrible stuff the whole game. Yeah. Then you're like, hey, bitch, you ran your mouth the whole time, and look what I've got hardware and you don't. It's a great move. I became an Angel Reese fan, and then they took it away. Or she just didn't like her. Right. Remember when that was okay? Yeah. I, I like the days where you just didn't like an individual and there wasn't uh, you know, racial ramifications. You, you used to be able to not like uh, a white girl or a black girl and not have it be that I hate all white or black people. It just doesn't make I just... I don't like well, Caitlin Clark. Does that make me hate white people? I hated her little face and her bad ponytail and her shooting style. Uh, that chest shot from 35 feet. And she's knocking them down, but I hated watching it. She's annoying. I didn't like her either. I liked when Angel Reese kind of showboated around her and beat her to the... It, great. I prefer a prettier style of basketball than that, you know, weirdo corn-fed chuck it from 40. Oh, she's uh, a little more than that, but... She, that's what she's, she's known look, for. You're going based Caitlin on Logo looks. is her nickname because yeah. she shoots from the center of the court a lot. Yeah, but uh, her passing. Oh, no, she can just, play. You know, there's no doubt. I don't yeah. like her. Exactly. But it doesn't but mean I hate right. all white people. Yeah. And there's, She's not going to light up a room. And I hate that's, Alvarado from New Orleans. I hate him. I passionately hate him. I, like everyone else in the city, would love to just punch Alvarado. Does it mean we hate whatever he is? I don't know. What kind of Latin... He is. Let's an X. Let's let's try to be Latinx. We got to bring it back, Brady. Been fighting for this for years. Hate unites us. We all love too much. It's not working. It makes us divide. We're dividing up because we're trying to love and no. It just makes us not know what to say to other groups. You know how fast you can get with a person of another color. As if the two of you have the same interest in who you don't like. 
immediately you've got that in common, there's a bond. If you look up at a, at a court and say, I've done it at Suns games. The guy sitting next to me at that one game, uh, black guy, I'm like, I hate Patrick Beverly's. Oh, man, thank you so much. And we shake hands. We're best friends starting right there. Bonded by hate, Brady. Your Bible is wrong. That's a love. <laughs> You're bonded by love. We were bonded by hate. <laughs> Our hate drew us together so we could talk about something. It had nothing to do with race. I don't hate Patrick Beverly because he's black. I hate Patrick Beverly because he's a dick. And he knows it. I hated Floyd Mayweather in boxing. Not because he was black. The dude was horrible. He was a horrible human being. But he would go in there and knock people around after he told them what to knock you around. There's nothing more impressive. Ah, girl sports. And I also have a little bit of a crush on Sophie Cunningham right now. And I'm, I'm, it's, an inner, like it's a dilemma for me. WNBA star Sophie Cunningham does the pregame for the Suns. And I'm like, I think she might be. I think I might like that. She had jeans on the other day and got me Googling. And then I saw her in a bikini. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm crushing on a WNBA gal. And then I went through the whole fantasy of, like, what if we went out and started making out? And I'd have to tell her. What point do you tell her? You know, I really hate the WNBA so much. If she told me I hate radio shows, I'd be all right with it. Yeah, would that be a deal breaker? Not for me. For her? You're John Jay? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Okay, sure. Sure, for tonight I am. Is it going to make me use this on you? Is that your big finger? Yeah, no, I'm not a big man. Like, you're, you're, you're as tall as me. My fingers are better for that. Probably. We'll use yours. You probably feel the same way. I got a thing for Sophie. And I don't want to, but I kind of do. Yes, sir? Yeah. That's her all dolled up, too. Don't do this to me. If you Google her in a bikini, yeah, there's something going on. Oh, there's on. one there. Hang on. Yeah, she's got it together. Damn it. Why aren't they marketing her more? See, there's the jean stuff. She looks great in jeans. I gotta stop. <laughs> I can start hating the WNBA proper again. I can't. I might start going. Yeah, to who games. are you? I don't know. What's going on? I here? might start heading to games though. <laughs> Look at her walking into the game there in her jean shorts. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like, a cowboy hat. What's she doing? This isn't what I know of the WNBA. This might get dudes to show up. Yes, I was going to say you start marketing that kind of stuff and blah blah. Oh, she's excited to see you. Yeah, look, she's not wearing a bra there, and her nipples are really hard. This is the WNBA oh, I've been waiting for. <laughs> mm. She's probably pretty good at basketball, but I haven't I haven't <laughs> watched yet. She knows her stuff. When she talks on the pre and post game, she's good. But I think I also give her a break because she looks the part. Should we get you a Mercury jersey with her name on it? Yeah, yeah, I might wear that. <laughs> I might. It's funny and mm-hmm. See, she looks good, but you got to look good to do the pre and post game, and then you got to be knowledgeable. After fastback, that. no, she's got stuff going on back there, and also the uh, you know, like I wouldn't want to watch campaign talk about basketball. He's like John Turturro and a rat had a baby. It's like you can't. I don't want to see that dude talk too long. That's creepy. <laughs> I prefer my uh, analysts to be good looking. Sophie checks that box. <laughs> mm, that box. <laughs> got a bright future. <laughs> oh, she's got a bright future, all right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm in a dilemma with ladies basketball right now. I still know that the product's terrible, but in the back of my mind, I can't burn that bridge just in case there's some sort of three-way possibility with Sophie Cunningham someday. 
talking to him. I hate radio. Well, that's good because I hate the WNBA. Bond over hate. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Fingers, fingers. You know how it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can play the game. <laughs> and it would be so much fun to go if I score, like, if, if you beat me in a game of horse. Uh, loser. It's oral for the loser. Like, you get off all sorts of fun. Can't me. Anyway, girls basketball. Turn to the housewives mighty fast. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. Again, welcoming our KSLX, uh, our, our abandoned KSLX listener. They're out there right now. Oh, no, morning show. get the Zeppelin request. We maybe get some Zeppelin. That ain't so bad. I'm fine with that. Well, Skinner. welcome welcome them Skinner. aboard. Welcome them in. Then Lizzie. <laughs> I'm fine with this. I'm fine with all these things. Why not? Should we play Boston to Pistolito off? No. <laughs> We've got to get, not this early, although I wouldn't mind a little Boston. That sounds good, too. Uh, 615 is where you do it. You call up and give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet! Mesquite! Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.